couple of guys here. Okay, Baruch Hashem. All right, here we go. Okay. All right, so we made it to the next paragraph on page Ches. The idea here is we've now established um, regarding the, 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 the point of view of the Arizal about uh, that the point of creation was for the Shlemus. And we pointed out this idea of that you can't have upstairs the same idea as you have downstairs. In other words, down here in this world, there's a concept called Kayach and Payel, and there has to be some sort of a mutza between the two. Right? We're looking at a situation where you have a Kayach, and in order to bring it up, a Payel, you have to have something going on. However, we now established in the last paragraph that it's very hard to say that about upstairs with regards to the nimshal. Because as soon as there's a kayach, then automatically you're going to say that there has to be a payal, right? So the whole concept of waiting for the shlemus sort of doesn't even get off the ground. Because if you already have a payal, even prior to the tzimtzum, which is what we said, right? So then it's hard to understand uh, the whole, uh, you know, the whole argument. Having established that, now we're going to move over to the discussion of the Zayar. The Zayar, if you remember, says that it's, the idea is begin the Ishtamitle, that it's the idea of Hashem should make himself noble. And once again, the Rebbe Rashab is going to argue that really that whole concept of that he's going to make himself knowable is really established way before we get anywhere close to this world. And not only that, the point is, is that when you get to this world, you're not going to have the opposite. It's not going to be Ishtamidle. That's the whole point. So that argument is going to be hard as, to understand as well. So let's see it in the words. Kamokain mashikosub zayar. Begin the Ishtamidle. So he starts off with the, <coughs> the major attack right from the beginning. That you have to say that where do you see the concept of Hasaga in the Orain Sof? It's certainly not here. And where do we see it? We see it already in the upper worlds. That's where you see it. Whether you're talking about Atzilus, you're talking about Atzilus. Those are the places that you see this idea of Hasaga in Elokus. Now, Hasaga means the idea of trying to reach for something. Something that you're trying to intellectually understand. And what we're going to be talking about throughout this paragraph is two major words. There's the idea of Mahus and there's the idea of Metzias. Okay, so what's the difference between Mahus and Matthias? No, what do you think? Anyone come across those two phrases before? Mahus is the internal nature and Matthias is the external nature. Okay, but when we're talking about the idea of grasping the Mahus of something versus uh, getting the Matthias of something, what are we referring to? The Matthias or the Mahus? Both, I'm asking. Um, you're grasping the mahus, you can only grasp the outside, the mahus part of the mahus. That's mahus part of the mahus. Okay, let's have someone else, right? I guess maybe internally understanding something versus physically seeing. Okay, you know, what do you think? What does mahus, what do we mean, the mahus, what do we mean? 
Okay, what does it mean? Mitzias we already had. What does it mean, the Mitzias? We translated it to before. What do we say, Mitzias? What's the translation? The form of something, right? What do we say? What's Mahus? What's the Mahus of something? The Maho. The Maho. Yeah, you want to add something, Gabriel? Go ahead. So, so the idea that we're going to bring out is that the Mahus of something is the Mahu. What is it? Like really getting what we're talking about. Mitzias is the idea that that there you can <coughs> understand the concept that there is, but you don't really know what it is. So in our argument, that as we're going to go through this paragraph, what we're going to be describing is the difference between something that knows what it, it is and talking about that has an, a little bit of an idea of what Hashem is versus the idea of the concept that they could get to the point that they understand that there is such a concept called Hashem, that there is such a thing called Hashem, that they could experience something like that. And, and, right. and what we're going to come to as we go down the paragraph is we're going to say that, that even the concept of mitzias, of recognizing the mitzias of Elokus, is very hard to really say that that even exists in this world. When you're walking down the street in this world, no one is recognizing, oh, this is Hashem, that's Hashem, here's Hashem, there's Hashem, Hashem is really everywhere. It, there's nothing like that. So not only are we not going to see the concept of Mahus of Elokus, but we don't even have the concept of Metzias of Elokus in this world. Right? That's going to be the argument as he's going to go through this. Yeah. Oh, what about what the Rambam says, if you want, if you want Avin Yira, then look outside. Um... I have to see exactly what you're referring to, but uh, I don't know if he just says, just look outside. <laughs> yeah, I know, I, I'm, I'm dumbing it down. Yeah, okay, so that's it. Okay, so let's let's go inside. So he says like this. So he says, let's start again. Right? The main idea, no, knowing, and hasaga, and even reaching to something that's a little bit above him, is all found, right? Is all found in the Eilamas Yanyim. Come up, Eilam Atzilas, Eilam Eilam Atzilas. So they're talking about Atzilas or even above Atzilas. Shesham Meir Gili Orenzo, because that's where it's shining, the Gili of the Orenzo. What does that mean? Vahainu, it comes to explain. Gili Hakav, the Gili of the Kav. Shemeir Ba'Eilamas Ha'Einzov, Shalifnei Atzimsum. Vigam, right? Vigam ba'olam ha'atzilus, and even in the world of atzilus, yeah, that that's the idea over there. V'yodim v'mesigim bechinas mohus elokus mamish. So you could say about the olamus einsof, which are known as the worlds above the atzilus, olamus einsof, and even an atzilus. Where we're going to say the Iu right? the quote from the Zayar, right? In these places, there is a concept of misiging hasagas hamohus, hasagas hamohus, that they actually know a little bit of what is Hashem. They're able to grasp it. They're able to reach towards it. They're able to try to figure out. They have some sort of con- conceptualization of elokus. Masigi means to reach towards something that's a little bit beyond you. 
but in the worlds of Bria, Tzir, and Siya, the light is completely hidden and concealed away. It's not shining in a way of Gilui. It's not shining in a way that it can be comprehended. Right? So what did I just say? What did I just say? You catch? You caught what he said? I'll say it again. What? What? No, not that they see the Ruchnias. What's the word Ruchnias doing over there? Right, as compared to what? Compared to our world, our physical world. So even in the spiritual worlds of Briyat, Sir, right, which is, right, which are the Malachim and, uh, right, the, and, the, and the Neshamas and everything like that, what are they even grasping? Just the Mitzias. The Mitzias, that there is a Abishter, that there is Elokus. But it's not that, the, that they're getting the Mahu. Now let's understand the distinction between Atzilus to Briyat, Sir, Atzilus being the lowest level of the world, so we're making it a distinction between Atzilus and up versus Bria and down. What's the matter? Could, could you um, maybe help make it a little bit more clear what the difference between the Metzias of Hashem and the Mahus of Hashem is? Sure. The Mahus, what we're saying, is that they have a concept of what Hashem is. They have some sort of concept of, they have some sort of understanding, <coughs> right? <clears throat> the idea of a Metzias is that they understand that there is Hashem, but they don't necessarily understand what that means. Right? In other words, you could understand that there is a, uh, you know, that there is a, a place called China, and there are cities in China named, uh, you know, Beijing and Shanghai and whatever, but you don't really know what they are. Maybe it was before the times of the photographs, and so you never even saw a picture of it, you never saw a video of it, you never saw anything. But you could understand that there is such a place called China. As opposed to when a person goes to China and he sees these cities, they understand the mahus of what it is that he's seeing. He understands that. It doesn't mean that he necessarily understands everything that's going on over there, but at least he has a, you know, he sees it. He's firsthand, firsthand information. It's a totally different story, right? What we're saying here is Atzilus and up, they are able to have a yidiyah and a hasaga of the mahus of elokus. From Bria down, even the Ruchnistic worlds, right? They don't have a a Yediyah or a saga of the Mahus, they have a Yediyah and a saga of the Metzias. So why? Why is there that distinction? What's the difference between Atzilus versus Bria, for example? That's where the, the boundary is. No? Anyone have this idea? What? It's intentional. What does that mean? It's intentional. It's like kind of designed that way. That of course, it's designed that way. Yeah. That but what's lower, designed? What's the, the design? The lower you get, the more it transfers from the Mahus realm to the Atzilus realm. That's the understanding. But what? What's the difference between Atzilus and Bria? What's the major difference? What? The exposure of the word side. Oh, Yeshus. Yeshus. Okay. Very good. So, how would you describe the world of Atzilus? 
Batol, it's true, but there's a certain term that is expressed when you're learning about Atsilus. It's called, how does the creation of Atsilus happen? No. Dafkana. Atsilus is the concept of what is known as Gilui Hahelem. Okay? In creation of the worlds, there's two major discussions that we talk about. There's a few more also, but the, this is the major discussions. There's something called Gilui Hahelem. Versus yesh me'ayin. Giluya helam means that you have everything already in the, the source, but it's all in a hidden way. Then what happens is that it comes out, begilui, right? It comes out of its hidden state. So you could say that the world of Atsilus, right, which is from the word of etzel, etzel means next to, right? <laughs> is the idea of Giluya Helam, that you had everything, you had all those, everything that you see in Atsilus, you had Behelam in the worlds above Atsilus. So there's not a major change, per se, to the point that, as we're going to see in a minute, right, it's going to say that Atsilus, as the Zayar says, is the world of Ihu V'chayoyichad, which is generally termed as Ihu, the Abishter himself, and Chayoyi, the lights, are one, and Ihu v'garmoyi, garmoyi literally means bones, but here it refers to the kalim. He and his kalim are one. So it's all achdus. It's all expressions of achdus Hashem. Right? That's what we're talking about over here. Right? Masha'inkim, to go from Atzilus to Bria, that's where Malchus of Atzilus is where all the action happens. Now you have a huge jump that takes place, and that jump is called Yesh Me'ayin. Now you're developing something that's called a yesh. A yesh is something that has its own independent experience of existence. So you have a difference between, for example, let's talk about the difference between chesed of atzilus and malach michal. Malach michal, right, is the archangel of chesed who's living in the world of Bria, right? So what would you say is the difference? The difference would be what? That when you're looking at Atzilus, Chesed is the Ebishter's Chesed, the way it's expressed in Atzilus, right? It's a sphere of Chesed. It doesn't have its own independent existence. Masha'enkin, even though Malach Mechal is completely bottled to the Ebishter, 100%, but here he has a, a form, his own form. His own form is that he's called Malach Mechal as opposed to Malach Rafael, right? Or Malach Gavriel, or whoever it happens to be. Right? It's a different story. So once you get into the worlds of Yeshus, right, that you have their own independent existence, so then we're talking about levels of understanding the Metzias of Hashem. So for example, Malach Mechal knows that there's an Abishter, and he's bottled to the Abishter, and he is experiencing the Abishter. But Labdavka does he know Mahu, what it is. Masha Enkin, Chesed of Atzilus, is capturing. What is the mahus of, of, of the, uh, you know, what is it? What is Hashem? What is the Ka'av? What is this? Not just that it exists. That's what he's pointing out here. Is that clear? So let's see it in the words that we, you know, I give you a, a head start on the whole conversation. Let's go into the words again. Aval ba'oylemos biyah. However, in the words of biyah, hari ha'ur mustar v'nelam. The light is hidden and concealed. She'enu me'ir b'gilui. 
it's not shining in a revealed way. Revealed, remember, is revealed to the, to the what? <laughs> the? To the makabal. Whenever you have a gilui, you have to have a makabal, right? So the whole concept of gilui is that it's gilui to the makabal, whoever the makabal is. The makabal might be chesed vatsilus, right? So there could be a gilui alokus in the world of vatsilus that the, that the spheres of Atsilus are recognizing, the, you know, the, like it said before, the Hasaga, right? And Idia Hasaga Mahus Halukus. Masha Enkin, when you have the world of Bria, the spiritual world of Bria already, now you're talking about Malachim, for example, or even the spheres of, of Bria, right? It's a, but it's on a much lower level. And that's what he says here. So Sha'ina Meir Bigili, it's not shining in a way of Gili, that the Mechabal will be able to understand what's flying. That gam there is very important because you could think that he's talking about the idea and the hasaga, you know, down here in this world. He says, no, 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 even in Ba'ilam must be Baruchnius, even the Ruchniistic ones. We're talking about a high level world here. That their complete existence is Ruchnius. It's just a form of Elokus, that there is an Elokus. That's the idea. Good? Clear? Everyone sees it in the words? What's going on? Their being brought into existence is dafka in this way. Dafka in which way? That they should not be able to feel the mohus of Elokus. Now he says two words. Yizgale means that it should not become revealed and even it should not be felt. In other words, there's two, diff- two points that he's, the Rebbe is bringing out here. There's a point of something could be begili by you. right? And then there's a point that it's not exactly begili by you, but it's at least you, you feel like you feel something about it. Like there's something, there's a hargasha that's there. There's a certain feeling that you have, Right? Yeah? In a way. In a way. So that's on a lower level, but at least you're experiencing something, right? Sometimes a person could see something with his own two eyes. It's mamish revealed, this idea, you know, whatever it is. And sometimes a person doesn't see it with his own two eyes, but at least he has a feeling of, oh, this is what we're talking about here. This is, this is the idea here. This is what we're dealing with here. It's, it, it's a lower level, but it's still a something. So what he's saying here is shaloyizgale. It shouldn't be revealed below your gosh, and it shouldn't even be felt. Bahem, bahem who, namely the creations in the world of Briyatzir Nasiya, haor elokimamish, the or elokimamish, it shouldn't be felt, it shouldn't experience it. That's the key phrase there. That's how they became yesh. The whole idea of if you're experiencing the moves of Elokus, you can't call yourself a yesh. You can't have a yesh. You're totally bottle. So as much as the different entities in the world of Bria, which is so high up there, are bottle to Elokus, but at the end of the day, it's still a yeshus. There's a certain yesh to it. Not yeshus the way you and I talk about yeshus, but there is some sort of self-independent existence. Right? At the end of the day, Malach Mechoel, as much as he's battled to Elokus, he's still called Malach Mechoel. Therefore, he's not, he's not Hashem. He's not even a Gilu of Hashem. Right? It's already a, a separate entity. 
And therefore, because of this fact that the Abishar created the world in such a way that there shouldn't be a Hisgalus or a Hargasha, neither a revelation or a feeling of, of the Mahus, that's how it's able to be a Yesh. So far, so good? Everyone's with me? What? How is anything after the Tsimsum and um, Mahus? It's not that it is the Mahus. It's a, a, a Gilui of the Mahus. But it is, of course, it's a lower level, for sure. But that's what we're going to say. It's a Gilui Ahelem, right? It was, it's something that was Behelem, came out with Gilui, right? But it's still within the same pathway. It's not a Yesh. It's not a, a bringing into existence. Here, it says like this, but the Oilam Hatzilus, going back to the other side of the coin, yeah, the Oilam Hatzilus, Bekol Shekena Oilam Hatzilus, Oilam Hatzilus, so the world of Hatzilus, and for sure the world of Baba Hatzilus, Oifin Hishavusam, their way of their bringing into existence, Hushiyair Bahem Ha'or Begilui, is that how? Is that this ore should be shining in a way of gilui? Remember what gilui means, right? Gilui means to the makabel, right? It's a gilui to the makabel. The makabel is sensing the the, the makabel is seeing the gilui, and therefore beyurgash behema or they feel the ore. And therefore, everything from atzilus up. You can't say about it that they themselves have a form of yeshus. Impossible to say that. You can't say chesed vatzilus is a yesh. No, chesed vatzilus is completely an expression of Hashem. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean it's distinct from them. That's the whole point. It's not distinct from them because there is no yeshus there. I don't know if that's the case. It doesn't mean that that's not, that could be always there also. You feel your fingers, they're always there. It doesn't mean that, you know. <clears throat> so now we understand what we're talking about. The worlds above, Atsilas and above, all they, they, what they are is they themselves are elokus. They themselves are elokus. That's the point that we're saying here. The fact that they themselves are elokus, so therefore they have a gili, right, of Hashem to them, and they're experiencing their existence as elokus. Sure, there are lower levels and higher levels of gili. So you have to say that the world of Atsilus is a lower level of gili than, for example, Ak, right, which is the first world right after the Tzimtzum. Right, but it doesn't mean that Atzilus has an experience of being an other. No, it's experiencing life as being elokus, right? And that's what he's saying here. The mitzias lo yeh bebechinus mitzias yesh kim bebechinus elokus. But kamoa kelim datzilus shame elokus mamish that even the kelim of 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 Atzilus, the kelim of Atzilus are no less elokus than the or of Atzilus. Remember the, what we said before. Can you say, when we're talking about before the Tzimtzum, when you have the Kayach HaGvul and the Kayach HaBlikvul, remember we talked about this already? Which is more Elokus? Which is more God? Everything. Everything's the same. It's infinite. The Abish is infinite. 
So as much as he has a kayach bligvul, he's a kayach kvul also. It's not that this is more Hashem than this. It's all one, right? So that's what he's saying here. The kalim, right, which the ore is going into, is no less a lukuz than the ore that's going into them. That's the way it is. In other words, when we think of kalim, we think of kalim in the world's of Briya, we think of it as being like a body and a soul that's going into the body. That's correct. And the body feels to be separate, so to speak, or distinct, right, in the way that feels the separateness of its gaseousness. But it, when you go back up to Atsilos, you can't say that. One of the, uh, the mashalim for this is the idea of, for example, uh, a coal, a burning hot coal, right? So you can't say that the coal is not fire. If it's burning hot, it's been burning for, you know, whatever, hours, you know, at the bottom of your barbecue and it's red hot, whatever. The coal itself is one with the fire. It's not that the fire is attached. Like when you look at a, a log, and the fire is attached to the log, right? So you look at the fire as being one thing and the, and the, and the log is being something different, right? Or a match with the fire, right? That the fire is holding on to the match. When you think about a burning hot coal, you recognize that the coal itself is the fire. That's one of the mashalim that's given for the kalim of atzilus. That the what? Yeah, yeah. That's all. Sorry over there. So the idea being that the idea being that even the kalim, which you would imagine to have some sort of separateness or an experience of separateness, you can't say that about. So what's the point of the kalim of atzilus? What's the point of them? Yeah, if they're if they're no different. That's not that they're no different, they're one. And that's what he says, the ihu yichad, that he and his causations, he and his bones, he is all one. <coughs> Meaning what? The or we're going to learn out is being pashat. The same idea as the or is in every place. The or is pashat we're talking about. And the kalim are what add to the distinction. So what we're saying in the most simplest, let's just do it from a very simple point of view. What we're going to say is that if the or is pashit, the kalim are what are making, but the kalim are what are making the distinction. What makes this chesed of atzilus versus gevura of atzilus? So the way we're learning it right now is that we're learning it in a way that the or that's going inside is pashit. The keli has the is setting the distinction, but it doesn't mean that the distinction is not elokus. It's elokus too. That's the idea. That's what we're trying to bring out here, right? And that's what he says here. That he, this is, a, this is part of the sentence, right? The sentence that is said in the Zayar, I said to you before, is generally translated as he, namely Hashem, and his light are one, and Hashem, and his causations, or his bones, or his, in this case, Kalim, are one. So it doesn't mean that the or is more elokus than the keli. The keli is as much elokus as the or. Yeah, just play, it's playing a different function. <laughs> this whole idea of the creation of, of uh, what do you call it, of, um, of atzilus, which you can't even say it's called the creation, it's an isavus bringing into being of atzilus, <coughs> is in a way of kiru. 
Like it says, like we talked about before. That's what we talk about. is explained elsewhere. So, so we're saying, with regards to Atzilus, we're not saying that it's a yesh mi'ayin. Yesh mi'ayin means, I'm a yesh mi'ayin. Where am I coming from? I don't see my source. Right? It's an experience of being something that is separate. Something that's being distinct, separate, and feeling oneself to be separate and distinct. Giluya Helam is not that. Giluya Helam is the idea of creation in a way of Kiruv. Right? In other words, Yeshmi Ayin is what is known as a, a creation in a way of Rihuk. Rihuk means far distance. We just said that in the Gemara. Right? That the idea is that the idea is that the Yesh does not feel its source. In other words, none of us are feeling like we're being created by God every single second. We just don't feel that. We feel ourselves to be a yesh, and we're just here because we're here, right? That's our experience in this world. For example, gilu yahelam is the opposite of that. Gilu yahelam is an idea of going from step one to step two, that you have a something that was behelam, and now it came out begilui. Some people like to say that, that one of the mashalim for gilu yahelam is the idea of when you when you uh, you know for those of us that spend some time in England. Right, they know it becomes very uh, moist. The air, it's like very damp and very dreary and very moist and very, you know, terrible. And then when you, what happens is that sometimes you'll see on the on the floor, on the grass, whatever, like little droplets of moisture. Right. Some people want to say that that's a, an example of giluya helam. In other words, you know that there's moisture in the air, and now it just it was behelam in the air. And now it came out as a droplet of water on the on the piece of on the blade of grass or something like that. Other people, you know, that's that's one of the mashalim that's brought for this. But the idea is that you see the source, right? It goes a gilui from the helm. The thing that is being brought about can see can trace back where am I coming from? What? How do you translate kiru over here? Kiru means close, closeness. Yeah. All right, let's stop here. We'll pick up with the Yesh Loimar and Mitzah Shem uh, on um, 